Are you struggling to believe that there is a purpose for your life? That after all you've been through, seen or done, that there's a chance you'll ever find peace and wholeness again? Welcome to Love and Be Loved. This podcast explores what matters to us the most. Overcoming adversity, success stories on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. Now here is your host, Lena Sibula. I'm so glad to have you listening today. My aim is to encourage, inspire, and to give you hope. Today, I will talk about my latest blog. For a few days, I kept thinking that I should make a blog about this topic and make this podcast episode as well. I have only 25 minutes left on my designated time. Usually, I freestyle because it's not enough time to showcase my guests. A few days ago, I received a Facebook post from my memories and the topic of salvation. I know God is leading me to explore and to explain salvation the way I understand. So the name of this blog that you can check out at linasebula.blog called I'm Loved, Saved, Redeemed, and Forgiven. First of all, it's not as complicated as you think, and it has consequences for our behavior and hope and display of God's amazing love. Let's investigate this together. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 When Bible says all, it means that from Hitler to Mother Teresa and everyone in between, we all sinned. Sin is an immoral act considered to be transgression against divine law. Think about this for a moment. For God, Killing someone and gossiping is the same thing. Sin is sin. God doesn't think like us. Big sin, small sin. You bad. You are not that bad. You are the worst. He does not show favoritism. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death. And I know you might think is some kind of nonsense, we don't immediately die when we're doing something wrong and eventually we'll die anyway, so kind of, it doesn't matter. But two things I know for sure. First, when I do something bad, I know that I'm wrong. Second, I never have peace in my mind, body and my soul after I'm doing mistakes. You don't have to be Christian to understand anxiety and depression and anger and addiction. It's usually indication of our unhealthy environment and our behavior. It's all consequences. Of course, I'm not talking about special cases, but I'm talking in general. Bad behavior, bad consequences. And I'm teaching my kids and repeating this mantra for myself as well. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Gift, it's a thing given willingly to someone without payment. This gift of God cannot be earned. And trust me, none of us definitely don't deserve it. But that's why it's called a gift. It's given freely and willingly. Oh, it does have a price. It cost Jesus his life so we can have an amazing opportunity to have eternal life. And I don't know how about you and what you believe about heaven, but my heaven started here and now. By taking this free gift, I give my sin to Jesus. 
pretty good exchange if you ask me. My life is so not perfect, but it's full of passion and purpose and joy and love and peace. God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. If you know my story, you know that for sure I don't deserve God's forgiveness. I am ex-drug addict, prostitute, aborted my babies, I was smoking, drinking, taking all kinds of pills, anger, lust, abused, teenager. If you don't know my story, you can get my book called Miraculous or listen to my love and beloved podcast or read my previous blogs and you will know that God didn't ask me to get clean first, to be a good girl, to deserve his love and mercy. No, he met me in the brothel, in the darkest pit of my existence. He heard me and miraculously answered my prayer. So wherever you go and wherever you believe in, God is there with you, always and forever. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 10, 13. I have a best friend. Well, he is more like family. When I gave my life to Christ, I was so excited and always invited him to church with us. He did come, but half of the time he was sleeping and made fun of what pastor was saying. For 10 years, when cancer hit him first time, we prayed hard for healing and it happened. He totally praised the doctors. Doctors and medicine are amazing, but they are not in control of life and death. Second time around, they give him three weeks to live. He told me this in text message. I cry all the way driving to his house. I prayed, what else could I do? God said to me, give him Jesus. And I got peace beyond all understanding. When I got there, I told him about prayer of salvation. And he said to me, mm, you believe in this, but not me. I will die and you will bury me and it's all done. I wasn't sad at all. I knew I did my part and the rest is not up to me. It was bad. He bought a lot in the cemetery and got all his affairs in order. He was sick in and out from three different palliative care for almost a year tried experimental drugs and had bad reactions, ended up in the hospital with eternal bleeding numerous times. One day he called me and told me that he gave his life to Christ with someone else. He said that he is afraid and he doesn't want to be alone anymore. Today, two years later, he's learning French, had already second vaccine and cannot wait when everything is open to go travel the world. And don't take me wrong, every story is different, all being done by the will of God. Recently we were talking about God and my friend confessed to me that he was really surprised that it was easy to pray prayer of salvation. There was no rules and rituals involved and no obligations he must fulfill beforehand to be forgiven. Of course Christian work is not easy, like any relationship has to be nourished by investing time in learning and talking to God. Bible is the good place to start. Gospel of John I would recommend. If you need any help, reach out to me or to your local church. 
And if you are curious about this prayer of salvation, here it is. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. And if you don't believe in life-changing power of salvation, see my life transformation. Today, I'm a loving wife, having thriving marriage, mom of three beautiful, healthy, intelligent children. I'm an author of spiritual autobiography called Miraculous, drug addiction and human trafficking survivor. I'm social justice advocate, blogger, speaker, and a host of Love and Beloved podcast. My why is to encourage, inspire, and to give hope that there is a chance to have love, joy, peace, and wholeness again after everything you've seen and done. I'm loved, I'm saved, I'm redeemed and forgiven. Spiritual blessing. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgive our sins. He has showed his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysteries with regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Ephesians 1, 7, 11. And there is another verse in Ephesians that I really like. It's Paul's prayer for spiritual wisdom. So I actually want to really pray this over you as well, if you're interested. I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight to that you may grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with the light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in a place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all the things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body, is the made full and complete by Christ 
who fills all things everywhere with himself. So it's Ephesians 1, 16-23. And this verse was actually given to me because I never have peace. And um, it's right from the Bible. It's Philippians 4, 4, 9. And it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever it's true, whatever it's noble, whatever it's right, whatever it's pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. So I really like this verse because it helped me so much through my life. And honestly, that's what I want to show to you. Sometimes you're asking, what's the point, believe in God and what is there? It's freedom. For me, it was freedom. And not only freedom from my addictions, because you can say, I quit drugs by myself and I restore my body and mind by myself. You can say all those things, but I could never fix my anxieties and securities and fears and worries by myself. The peace that I have in God, it's like this verse saying, above all understanding or transcends, transcends all understanding, because that's what it is. Honestly, I'm, yeah, God saved me and redeemed me and love me and that's what there is it's freedom freedom in christ so if you're curious about something just let me know and honestly this is just a little bit more information it's not to judge who do anything like whatever you believe whatever you are whatever you do and you do you but if something's stirring in your heart and you are not satisfied or you feel like it's not enough or you feel like you're running like a squirrel and never stop and never have peace and all the time worry and stress and stuff, just let me know because this is might be a calling, you know, and that's where you can find the peace and joy and a huge bonus. It's internal life. Anyway, whatever you think, God love you yesterday, today, and forever. And this one, probably the most popular verse in the Bible, and you might heard it as well somewhere, but it's John 3.16. But I like to read verse 17 as well. And even when I signed my book, I put those verses together. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And ponder about that too. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you like this episode. And stay tuned for another episode of Love and Beloved. And we're going to have a special guest. His name is Brad Weiss. And he was 23 years in software business and 18 years as a high school teacher. And then he uh, 
made a volunteer trip to Kenya and spent most of three weeks in the tiny village of Dago. And little did he know that these kind and hardworking people would become a major part of his life. In 2012, he created the Wise Scholarship Foundation. He's amazing gentleman, so much passion, and we're gonna meet with him next week, next Monday. You don't want to miss that opportunity to, to support Brad and his foundation. He believes that education is the only long-term sustainable solution to poverty. His foundation empowers children in Kenya with education. He wants to create a world where every child gets a great education. This is a great cause to support. So stay tuned guys and see you next week. And I will post in show notes all the verses that I read from the Bible and my blog and let me know what you think. And remember, you are never alone. You are loved. You are God's treasure, precious and priceless to Him. Thank you for listening to Love and Be Loved. If you have any questions about what you heard today, visit loveandbeloved.com. It's love and the letter B with no E, loved.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the show. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to connect, we would love to hear from you. So send a quick note to lenasabula at gmail.com. Stay healthy, stay safe, love, and be loved.